Welcome to the Rockstars Podcast. I just woke up from a micro nap and I feel great. And to the left of me who's driving is Cranky. Welcome to the most unprofessional podcast on the internet. If you pull up... Well, actually, you are in for like a two for one because we did a peak that we did not report on last week. So we're going to start talking about... Mount Phelps, which sucks in... Um, well, first, we're driving back from the Adirondacks. We're right by Lake George. We have a two-hour... Oh, dead deer. We have a two-hour dead deer. We have a two-hour dead deer. Now, we have a two-hour drive to our dining spot. So, this is as good a time as any to record an extra-long episode. So, when we last left you, we had done Mount Madison, and we were... We said we were going to do Mount Phelps, and we said we would update you. So here is that belated update. Mm-hmm. Here's the update. Mount Phelps <laughs> sucks. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Mount Colvin. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Mount Phelps is an, uh, let me think, yeah, an eight-mile round-trip hike starting from the uh, Adirondack, Adirondack Lodge. Lodge. Uh, you follow the. Van Hovenberg Trail for approximately um, three-ish miles. Two? No. <laughs> <laughs> Most unprofessional podcast on the internet, folks. So you, you take the you, t- <laughs> you take the trail from the Adirondack Lodge to Marcy Dam, which is roughly 2.4 miles. Then you travel one mile. Um, on the Van Hogenberg Trail, yes. Correct. And then you will see their lovely little fork. To the left, we'll go up to Mount Phelps. To the right, Tabletop Marcy and your, all of your other little peaks. So we decided, since we didn't have a lot of time, being it Sunday, we had to get back to do this quickie 8-mile hike. And things went well as until you turn off to the left for Phelps. And it is the worst trail I think we have ever Ever been on. Um, There are going to be pictures on Instagram. It looks like multiple nuclear bombs went off on this fucking trail. It is obviously not touched, not maintained by the wonderful state of New York. It Um, it did... um our namesake, Rots, Rocks and Roots. Uh, yes. It was all rocks and all roots. Bouldering, like rocks that you're literally climbing on for a mile up to the top. The longest mile I've ever done. Yeah, so the pictures probably won't do it complete justice, but it is really rough. We ran into people today that had done it, um, that were coming back from it, and they were like, yeah, it sucked. Yep. Um, it's, it is not pleasant at all. We did run into, as much as we're bitching about it, we did run into a family with, like, four-year-olds that, that did make it up, so... The nicest kids. They yes. were so excited, and they did it. And I, I have lots of respect for the little kids that, that do these tough beats. Absolutely. Obviously, it took them a shit long time, but... And the view up top, not all that spectacular. It was um, kind of cool because it was overcast and it was trying to clear up so it did look like 
uh, Isla Sorna from Jurassic Park. So if we were better with digital editing and, and CGI, we would have inserted some pterodactyls, but we did play... A pterodactyls? Yes. <laughs> we did play the theme song for Jurassic Park at the top, which was kind of hilarious. Um, and then we came back down. You rolled your ankle again, I think. I did. The other one. Yep. I felt left out. So now they match. <laughs> um, you head back down Van Hovenberg to the Marsham Bam. And then you do your 2.4 back to the lodge, uh, which that 2.4, I'm starting to maybe get a tiny bit sick of it, but really? it, is, it is still the most glorious way to end any of these peaks because it is just flat and well-maintained. The highlight of this hike, Phelps sucks by the way, the, just throwing that out there once again, was we saw a new animal. We normally do not see critters because we're loud, we're talking, we're obnoxious, um, and critters run away from us before we ever have a chance to see them. That's right. However... So a squirrel. Yes. And chipmunk. And birds. We see birds. We see birds. But as far as, like, actual... We saw a woodpecker. An so actual animal. Not yes. those little fuckers. <laughs> Uh, one time we saw a woodpecker scare the shit out of a deer and the deer ran off like <laughs> fucking crazy, but um, that's about it. We saw... And porcupines. Oh, porcupines. Yes. I, have we ever told that story on the podcast? No, we're kind of like a um, little bit of bipolar in this episode so far. So, yeah, what did we see? We saw a fisher. It was a rare moment where we were actually quiet on trail. So, coming around the corner, uh, it looked like, we had no idea what it was at first. I spotted it, and I was like, stop, stop. Um, I was talking loudly for once. Yes. I said, shut up. <laughs> Quiet. Um, Fishes are dying. <laughs> it looked like, I thought it was a raccoon at first. It kind of has cat ears. It looked like a ferret. Yep. It looked like a ferret. It had a long torso. Mm -hmm. It had cat ears, a little face, which looked cute. Yep. And a long tail. And it was clinging to a tree looking at us. We looked at it and it ran off and we had no idea what this thing was. So on the way back to where we were staying, we did a furious internet search and we found that it is a fisher. Fishers. Yes. Fishers with an S. They are erroneously called catfishers because um, they have the cat ears, but they have nothing to do with our feline friends. They are carnivores. They are predators. They eat um, voles, mice, sometimes smaller animals. They have been known to actually eat cats in, from people's backyards. It sounds delicious. Um, Don't let your cats out. In the Adirondacks, hide me, Gary. Hide your cats. Hide your, hide hide your, your wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> but these fishers are... It, it was a pretty rare sighting from what we were reading because they mostly hang out in these boreal um, forests on the Canadian-U.S. border. And looking at the map, they are across the board, across the map. Um, that's where they hang out. 
And they kind of south for them. This is kind of yeah. south for them, actually. They were endangered at one time because they make their nests in the females burrow into trees, and that's where they make their nests. And uh, for a while, uh, trees large enough for them to do that were used for lumber. So now with forests coming back, and yes, environmentalists out there, we have more trees now than we did 100 years ago. Uh, the fishers are coming back, so... You know, kind of cool. We had never heard of it. Brand new animal. Um, so that was the highlight of that hike. Otherwise, kind of sucked. <laughs> so it felt like a job. Phelps felt like a job. And it is a job. This is our second job. We have Appalachian Trail that we're working on that most of the time does not feel like a job, but occasionally. It's like goals that we have to finish sometime within our lifetime. 46 Adirondack Peaks, Appalachian Trail, Catskills 3500. This was just the Whites. The Whites. This was. The Rockies. We, uh, we haven't started that one yet, but I'm down for it. The Canadian Rockies. Let's go. How much time we got? <laughs> um, Can't go into Canada right now, so. Canada's closed, folks. Sorry. Parks closed. Countries closed. So, yeah, this it was a job. We had to do Phelps in order to complete the Adirondack 46ers, which we're still working on, so we checked one off. End of story. Yeah. So, on to the better one. Yes. Yes. So, today we hit Mount Holden. Our original plan was to do Mount Skylight, Mount Gray, and hit Marcy from the backside, or the southern approach, and go down Mount go down Van Hovenberg Trail back to the Adirondack Lodge. So we, we started, it was an ambitious 17 and a half mile hike according to all trails, but you know what? We didn't care what time we got back home, so whatever. Um, well, our original plan was to start last night and oh, yes. camp and then break it up. Weather yesterday uh, was not conducive for that, so we decided to start this morning. So we started the trail about 8 o'clock, at, actually at 8 o'clock uh, this morning. And it's, it's the same approach as all of the other hikes. You hike 2.4 miles to Marcy Dam. You, and then choose your own adventure. That's right. So instead of doing the Mount Hovenberg, I keep saying that, there is a Mount Van Hovenberg. But instead of doing the Van Hovenberg Trail, we took the Lake Arnold Trail, which goes west around Marcy and not due north to Marcy as the Van Hovenberg does. So we, it seemed like a really long time to get to Lake Arnold, at least for me. I love uphill. I do much better at that. You do much better at downhill. So I was loving it. The... It wasn't bad, but it just seemed like a very long trail. <laughs> it took us, let's see what time, it was 10.20. So two hours, 20, yeah. Yeah, two oh, hours, two 20 hours. minutes uh, from when we started at the lodge to the turnoff for Mount Colden. It was still another two miles from Lake Arnold to the approach trails to get up to Skylight and Gray. And each Skylight and Gray was a half a mile ascent per. So you were looking at 
two miles from Lake Arnold. We had already done five and a half from the lodge. So that's seven and a half go up and down gray. That's another mile, eight and a half go up and down skylight. That's nine and a half. We were looking at a 10 mile one wayer. And we decided since one of us has work in the morning, probably not the best idea to get home at like 3 a.m. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we went up to Mount Colden. Um, which is a nice 1.4 miles from the Lake Arnold Trail. The Lake Arnold Trail, before we move on, is in much better shape than the Van Hovenberg Trail. Less people. Less I people. Hit. It's more gradual than Van Hovenberg. Um, it's not as... It's still an Adirondacks Trail, so there's still plenty of rocks, and it's still torn up, and there's still... A literal river running through it. Yes. But if you're grading on an Adirondack Trail curve, <laughs> it is better than Phelps and better than Van Hovenberg. Better than Van Hovenberg. Um, More of a challenge than Van Hovenberg and the Marcy Ascent. Yes. However, it is a better maintained trail. Yep. So keep that in mind because you have plenty of, if you're doing Marcy you have plenty of options so keep that in mind in your decision making process so the trail up to Colden kind of sucked it was a stream yep lots of runoff from Lake Arnold it rained there yesterday there's, as we commented there's no drainage on these trails um, my feet sunk ankle deep into mud several times um, that I would say was about the first three quarters of a mile, maybe, until we started actually climbing and getting out of the mud. Yes. Um, yeah, then you start climbing, and it's fairly steep. Not the steepest we've done, but pretty. Yep. You, you need to hold on to some trees to get your, hoist yourself up. Some, you need to hold on to some rocks and roots to get up the... Yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. There is a false summit. There's a... Actually, the best false summit that we've ever been on. Yes. The best false summit ever. It's a... It's it's a, a mountain. Yeah, it's a bald round. Yeah, it's bald, yeah. Um, and it's great. You can see... Watch out. Yep. We're driving. Yes. And, and we're not crashing. Um, <laughs> you can see Mount Marcy... To the left. Yep. And then to the right, you can see... Algonquin. It's it's equidistant between both mountains, which is kind of cool. So the views from this false summit are amazing. I would put them on par with Marcy. Mm. Um, but then, in order to actually summit Colden, you have to go down. Yeah. Only a little bit. But... It was very disconcerting when we saw the down. You do go down some ladders, which were very helpful. And then on the final approach to Colden, you have to go up some ladders. And the the summit of Colden was anticlimactic at best. We got it. Like, we went up there. We, it counts as one of the peaks that we need to get, but it's not an open summit. It's an closed. There's no views. 
So we hiked our happy asses back down the ladders, which I thought were really fucking they, cool. They were cool. Yeah. Um, so I've read about, like, the ladders and the cables in the high peaks, and this was the first time encountering um, the ladder. So I'm, I'm excited as we start to get to some of these more difficult peaks. Uh, we had lunch on the bald. Mm-hmm. Oh, going do not, do not, do not, do not. Oh, do not. Please save yourselves. Um, <laughs> do not approach Colden from the other side. So basically from the southwest. Don't go up that. It's a 2,000 foot vertical in a mile. Don't do it. Yeah. We... Unless you're a masochist. Then do it. But don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we encountered um, a, a hiker who was coming. Name is Lewis. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, who was coming down the Lake Arnold Trail, and he had done the other approach and was like, yeah, it's horrible, don't do it. So eating lunch, we actually saw that approach because uh, you're looking right at Mount Colden. It's great. Yeah, you have Mount Colden in the middle. You have Marcy, and then you have Algonquin. Like, the views today were amazing. And it was a perfect day for it, too. Uh, yeah, you can literally see your... It's a rock slab, and that's that's the trail. Um, black flies a little bit. Uh, not too bad. Like, not the horror stories that we've heard. Yeah, we're on the tail end of black fly season, thankfully. Uh, we luckily have not been plagued by any black flies. Except for today. <laughs> Um, on this balls where we had lunch. It was breezy, but not breezy enough where these little fuckers didn't bite. So, just be wary of the black flies if you want to go up any peak. Adirondacks, greens, saw a little bit of the whites during the spring and extreme early summer. Catskills as well. Catskills as well. Bring a bug net, bring bug spray, and you should be okay. Wear long sleeves and long pants. Yeah, they made you bleed. Yeah, they made me bleed. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, we marched our happy asses back down the Lake Arnold Trail. No one fell today. I am impressed with us. I was expecting a fall. Yeah. Because we had some wet rocks going on. I slid. Uh, there were some controlled falls, and order to get down but like no literal falling on our asses or face or so I, I was impressed with this. The trail is at points pretty narrow so you will be uh, scratched most likely by uh, branches and stuff like that like we all were so just keep in mind again those long sleeves and those long pants will help with that. Uh, but otherwise... As we both hiked in shorts and short sleeves. That's right. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Yes. Um, so yeah, heading down, ran into um, a couple of people. It was kind of one family, uh, the father and son, <laughs> were ahead. And I overheard <laughs> the little kid say, um, you know, mom and whoever, the hell lady they were with, um... They're, they're back down there. They're, like, ready to cry. And the, the dad responded, Well, when we go up cold in, they're going to have something to cry about. It's like, that is fucking hilarious. 
it's not for the faint of heart. No. And we had commented as well that at the Whites, it does say, you know, hiking your own risk. Um, this is not for beginners. Do not attempt unless you are in top physical condition. Yeah, exactly. And we're kind of surprised that the Adirondacks don't have that, at least for some of the mountains. Um, anybody can do Marcy. Um, but not, I would say not, not anyone can do or Phelps. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of brutal. Um, yeah. And heading back down, I do not like down. Like, it's rough on the knees, rough on the ankle. I do much better going. I'll go, I'll climb shit all day. Going down, um, it's a little rough. You do a lot better with that, so you're usually ahead. Mm-hmm. My rock hop. Yep. But this time, actually, my, my ankles, they're not bad now, but they were pretty stiff when we finished, <laughs> which is new for me. I never really get most of ankles. Welcome to the party. That's how I feel after every hike. It's only, great. Only because my my left ankle that I rolled on Marcy is still swollen after two weeks. Was it two weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. And my right one is better, but still kind of focaxed. So maybe that's why. Maybe. Maybe. That's pretty badass, though, that you're still doing peaks on busted ass ankles. I love it. Guys, do yoga. Swear by it. Or, you know, do something. Stretch. Stretch. Yeah. Um, So, on the way back down, took a dip in Marcy Creek, which was amazing. Cold as fuck, but amazing. Amazing. And we were talking about how that um, really revitalized us. Like... Because the cold... As I yawn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was hours ago at this point. This is true. So the cold numbs any pain. Um, you were saying it constricts muscles and blood vessels and... Then, yeah, because it's cold. Yep. And then when you come out, like, you get fresh blood flow. Blood flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last 2.4 we were able to run most of. We ran... I'm so proud. Yes. I'm so proud of us. And it was great because we're running, we're trail running the last two miles and, and people are like, rock on, you guys are awesome. Yeah, we we're are. Like, well done. And like, damn straight. Yeah, we are. Um, we're training for a half marathon in October, so. Which, um, you have good news, you're not broken. I am not broken. Yeah, it's a horrible segue, but I'm not broken. So as a, a quick aside, um, in March, I ran, while Cranky was half dead of COVID, I ran a 10-miler, and I felt amazing. Next day, I ran a 4-miler. I shouldn't have done that, but it felt okay. And then after that, I suffered a bout of anxiety. And it was so bad that my breathing was all screwed up, uh, heart racing. I thought I was having a heart attack, and thankfully that stopped, but I couldn't run farther than three miles without getting extremely winded, without um, my legs hurting. I thought it was the after effects of when I had COVID, which you do read about. You read that people can't perform physically as they once could prior to getting the virus, and I was pretty bummed out, uh, but 
crank over here said, I swear it's, it's where you're running because I'm so sick and tired of running my neighborhood, but I'm lazy. So I run my neighborhood and you get bored and then you get in your own head and yep. get off the cocked. Yeah, off the cocked. <laughs> um, I live in a Jewish neighborhood. Everything's for cocked. All right. Um, so Friday, Crank and I did a trail run near my house, and I had not done that trail in a few months, actually. It's been about five or so months since I, I did that trail, and by Jove, I was able to do 5.5 miles running. And, and I barely survived. Helpful hint, do not have um, vanilla vodka in your coffee in the morning no lunch and then try and do a five and a half mile trail run it doesn't go well and then on top of that i got lost so then i was just like fuck this um, so you did really well i had a great i had a great afternoon which is the exact opposite of what happened when we ran trail ran last wednesday yes so you know what the running will be a whole separate episode yes. as we get deeper into our training for the stow Fun trap extravaganza half marathon. We will do an update for you then. Yeah, we, we want to get back to being able to do half marathons and maybe one more marathon in our lifetime. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Colden is better than Phelps. Highly recommend if you are in decent enough shape to pull it off. Um, trail talk today, mostly centered around since this will come out. July 5th, um, 4th of July, we're kind of, oh yeah, yeah, kind of going back and forth, like we're very much in Mrs. Cranky as well, very much into history, so this should be our fucking holiday, but after 15, 16 months of coming off of, we're celebrating our independence and our liberty, except you had to wear a mask and you can't go to work and can't leave your house. Go, yep. You have to turn on TV to find out what your governor allows you to do day by day. Kind of took the wind out of the sails of any 4th of July. And especially since our uh, Presidente said early on this year that maybe if we're lucky, we can have small gatherings by July 4th. Motherfucker, we've been doing small gatherings for a year now. Please. Please. It's we were talking about this with the update from the ATC Conservancy. Like, what you're presented by these officials does not match reality. It's very 1984. Mm -hmm. So, we're kind of, like, going yeah. back and forth um, about that, but... I was completely black-pilled. I'm like, what's the point? This is horseshit. It's your barbecue. No one understands what freedom is anymore. I'm done. Yeah, and were, um, it's basically, it's the same as every holiday. No one really understands what it is. Like, if you ask someone, what's the 4th of July? Well, we're celebrating our independence and no taxation without representation. What does that mean? Please, um, dive in. What does that mean? And they usually don't know what that means. And if you just look at that statement on its face, that's not even what it was about, because that statement on its face is idiotic. Like... Sure, take all my money, tax me as much as you want, as long as I get to vote for it. 
as long as I get to vote for the person doing it to me, that, that doesn't even make sense. Fourth of July was about individual liberty and establishing a republic, which had not been done since Roman times, but modifying it to make it actually work based on individual liberty. But no one knows shit anymore, so we're like, what's the fuck the point? But one of the um, commentators, authors that we listen to highly recommend, Michael Malice, was talking about how he is a Russian immigrant. He came here when he was three from the USSR. And his point was basically, as bad as you think it is, this country still saves people every day. It is the last hope. So do your fucking best to return the favor and save it. And that kind of turned it around and was like, all right. He always provides the white pill moments. Yes. And so, that we appreciate that. Yes. Again, Michael Malice. And then I have a artist, a band recommendation. Um, Static X? That too. Oh. By the way, did you all know Wayne Static's dead? Because <laughs> we just, we've been listening to Static X for a year and we just found out that he died in 2012. Anyway. Um, thoughts, thoughts and prayers for Wayne Static. Drug overdose. So, again, with that same theme of this country, as bad as we think it is, especially in 2020, it is still the last best hope. There is a indie rock group from Lancashire, England, uh, the Indelicates, and they have a song about exactly that. And the theme of the song is when England completely goes to shit, like it looks like Canada is now going, and they start pinning people up against the wall, maybe America will still be freed as much as it possibly can. And so that also was like, all right, get our head out of our asses, throw the black pills away, enjoy our fucking hike. It's not as bad as we think it is. You know why? Because we read all the time, we listen to professors, and we listen to commentators all the time, and maybe we should, maybe we should dial it down a little bit. Yes. Maybe. No, you're absolutely right. And, like, we listen to alternative. Yes. We don't listen to that mainstream portion. But it's even worse when you listen to your Fox News and your CNN. And I don't know how people that get a steady diet of that shit just don't go out and shoot themselves in the head. Like, so, yeah, turn it off. Because they don't like the guns, remember? Oh, Ab- that's right. Abolish 2A. Yes. Yes. That's right. So turn it off. Dial it back. Go climb a mountain. Go fish, go... Go fort a stream. Go follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Go do something that makes you feel good. That's right. So... Bitches. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Quick updates. We may tentative plans for our second guest come. I'm not going to say when in case it falls through. But we will have a second guest shortly. Yes. Uh, absolutely. So we'll tell you more about that. But this guest um, found us on the gram, likes what we do, would like to be part of what we're doing. So we, we will, appreciate you. We will talk more about that when that comes up. Yeah. 
you have anything else? This was kind of, we did no notes for this, so it was kind of like all over the place and rambly, but... Yeah, whatever. Fucking deal with it. Good job listening to the whole thing through, if, if you still are listening. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're going to our favorite dinner spot. Yeah, we've recommended this place before. Shotzi's in Poughkeepsie. Uh, so we're looking forward to poutine and a sour beer, at least for me. Oh, uh, pale ale. Sour beer is fucking nasty. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Okay, folks. Well, that's the episode. <laughs> like us, love us on the gram. Rocks underscore underscore <laughs> underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. Follow the cranky mixed stumbles at cranky underscore score underscore underscore mixed stumble. You're <laughs> stumbling over that. I'm mixed stumbling over everything lately. All right, don't follow me, and we will catch you all on the next one. Peace and love and all that horseshit. Bye-bye.